expect a woman to still have any mystery left for a man after living in a place like this for three days? I don't know. Darling, you don't need mystery. You've got something much better, something more alluring. What? Me. You! <laughs> You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy, the sequel and remix. This is episode 286. I'm Marquis Mike. Happy Cinco de Mayo. We're close enough. Gosh, yeah, Friday. It's May. Yeah. What a great day for Cinco de Mayo. A Friday? Yeah. yeah that's a great. That's, that's, you know, if you want your, wherever you want your Cinco de Mayo to fall, I think Friday's perfect. I'm going. You don't want a Saturday, you don't want an all day Cinco de Mayo. You want to have to, like, work. Yeah. And you really just get that evening. I'm going. I'm going down with Coach Nino's on Friday for lunch. I'm getting a taco. Yeah, just to celebrate. Yeah, I'm traveling, so I might get a Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. You know, run to the border. Yeah, fourth meal. Hey, you know what? Maybe maybe when I reach my destination, I have a margarita. Oh yeah, that sounds refreshing. Yeah, or you could get a like a, a virgin margarita to go. Oh, just drink it. Yeah, yeah like, just something in the car. Uh, full margarita cup though. Yeah, salt yeah, the, the, yeah. the, the fishbowl thing. Fishbowl, salt on the rim. But it's, <laughs> it's a virgin, yeah, it's a virgin cocktail. Break check. Yeah, is everywhere in the United States suffering this hot heat? I don't I think looked. everywhere. I okay. Yeah, I don't think everywhere. And it's not that hot. No, it's oh, it's unseasonably it's hot. Unseasonably, yeah. and in context of what it's been, it yes. is hot. Yeah, yeah it, it, jumped, it jumped drastically. And then it's going to drop back down. Yeah. I didn't know if we were like in a heat dome. Like we were. Ooh, know, I don't think we've hit dome status. Okay. Yet. No heat dome. Yeah. Not dome status. We're not going to melt the, the uh. apples off the trees or anything. Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. Just, just a quick yeah. jump. Rivers are raging. They're nuts. I went down to the falls today at yeah. lunch. Woo. Yeah. Woo. So best to stay away from the rivers. Stay inside during, during this, uh, not quite heat dome. Heat, um, uh, I'm trying to think what, what's like a dome, but less, you know. Bubble. Uh, bubble, yeah. A little heat bubble. Yeah, a little heat bubble. A little heat bubble. Uh, what have you been watching? Oh, got a, got a few things in. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah, a few movies here. Uh, continued the uh, down the John Wick journey. Yeah. And so I uh, have since our last show watched uh-huh. John Wick Chapter 3, yep. Parabellum. Uh-huh. And then... Did get to the theater for John Wick Chapter Four. Yeah, I'm a little bummed that it didn't also have like a really cool subtitle. It's like, a weird naming convention, like right? Parabellum, because Parabellum is such a cool subtitle. You go John Wick, right? Makes sense. John Wick Chapter Two. That's fun. You're calling them chapters. John Wick Chapter Three, Parabellum. Parabellum, and then just right back yeah. to John Wick Chapter Four. Yeah, you got to put something on. I there. thought they would put something on there. Yeah, but yeah, so got out to see that. Did another theater visit. Uh-huh. Um, well, first off, John Wick Chapter 3, Cash. Yeah. Yep. I'm Check out go. our episode we did on that. Did we? Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we did. I'm pretty sure we did three. And then uh, John Wick Chapter 4, Cash. Yeah. And then... Stay tuned for a future episode of that, ooh, potentially. Yeah. Um, I went out and I saw Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Okay. It's great. I he I've heard that. I've heard that yeah. it's fun. That it's, it's a very great. fun it's a, movie. It's a great movie. I give it a cat full cash rating. Uh-huh. Um, so my standout performance was, believe it or not, uh, Jessica Rodriguez. I don't know who that is. She's in all the um, fast movies. She's Vin Diesel's w- wife. Oh yeah, her name's not Jessica. It's not. It is Rodriguez. Michelle. Michelle Rodriguez. Yes. I do know who that is. Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez. She was fantastic okay. in that. Uh, yeah, it's a fun. It, it is just a fun little romp. Whether you're into Dungeons and Dragons, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm semi into it. I think I picked up on some things, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there were a billion awesome little Easter eggs and stuff for real enthusiasts. Okay. Um, but other than that, it's just a fun little comedy adventure. Action movie thing. Yeah. So stay tuned for a future episode for that. Yeah. Yeah. They had that one with uh, Marlon Wayans, if you remember. There I was, had no clue. There was a, it was like early 2000s, mid 2000s. Maybe Dungeons. early. I had no idea there was another Dungeons and Dragons movie. I don't know who the lead is, but I, don't, I remember Marlon Wayans was in it. I'm pretty sure it's a Dungeons and Dragons movie. And then I watched a movie. I We're in baseball season. I was yeah. like, I want to watch a baseball movie. 
and I did. I want to watch some I haven't seen or haven't seen in a long time. I mean, I watch The Sandlot all the time. I watch, uh, you know, Field of Dreams all the time. Bull Durham all the time. All the time is is a little exaggeration. I've seen them all. Yeah, time. you know the classics. Every couple of years, you throw one of those on. And yeah, so I went on a search. Yeah, and I found a movie, Mark, 2016 movie called Undrafted. This movie was written and directed by I'm gonna give you the name and you, and see if you can tell me who this is. Yeah, Joseph Mazzello. Yeah, he's the Magic Mike guy, right? He's married to Sofia Vergara. No. No, oh no, it's Joe Mangiano. Joe Mangiano. Who's also in like a weird baseball like movie like, like that. Um, I was going to ask, isn't this like a, is this one of those like Christian movies? No. Okay. Maybe his was. Joe. Joseph Mazzello. Mazzello. I don't know who that is. He is the kid from Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. So this is a movie he penned and directed and it is about his brother not getting drafted to play by a major league baseball club okay and the whole the whole thing takes place on a baseball field during like an intramural club baseball game uh-huh. rec, rec league baseball game and I gotta say mark this is a good movie okay. It is it is funny. It's got baseball. It doesn't have epic baseball like the natural, sure. you know, that kind of thing. It's more along the lines of the Sandlot, but without all the side adventure and um, more, you know, more adult and mm-hmm. a little more drama. I can't believe I'd never heard of this movie until like a few days ago. Okay. And it's it's cash. This is a good movie. Is it streaming? I, I it. streamed it. Uh, it is streaming. It's on freebie. Freebie. Okay. Yeah. I'll check that out. The Joe Mangi- Mangiano baseball movie is called Bottom of the Ninth. And uh, that is also streaming on Peacock if you need another one. And there's a little time because he's a huge Dungeons & Dragons nerd. It's funny. When I started typing Joe... So right before that I typed in Dungeons & Dragons, there was a movie from 2000 starring Marlon Wayans and a bunch of people I've never heard of. And it has 9% of Rotten Tomatoes. So then I started typing Joe Mangiano, and then it autofilled Dungeons and Dragons. I said, no, nerd, baseball. And it said, oh, bottom of the ninth, of course, streaming on Peacock. I get what you're saying, though, about like wanting to, like, I almost watched, so this is the most on my list. I might check Undrafted out. I almost put on Benchwarmers, because every time I go to Netflix, they're like, you just watched Murder Mystery and Murder Mystery 2. Perhaps you'd like Benchwarmers? I was like, <laughs> It is baseball, and I've never seen it. I was like, sure. No, I'm not going to watch Bench Warmers. <laughs> so I'm going to check out Undrafted. Yeah, this one I, I wasn't sure. I'm like, what year? 2016. Okay. Yeah, so not terribly old. Less yeah. than 10 years. And, and But then I... So that kid's like 35 or something. Yeah. And he's in the movie, small part. Yeah. Very small part. But um, I, was, I looked up who it was. I'm like, oh... That's the kid from Jurassic Park. Yeah. That's kind of cool, and, and I kind of read about it a little bit. Uh, I really, I really enjoyed it. It's got the the cast of the cast has a lot of faces you'll recognize. Okay, not they're not like huge actors, but a couple of them you're like, okay, I've seen that guy before. Um, I've seen that guy before. That guy is um, the guy from the boys. Like he's one of those one of the soups in the boys. No. Um, Jim Belushi's in it. Um, real small party plays a dad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I really Jim Belushi it. seems like a classic movie dad. Good, good movie dad. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's worth checking out. If you're All just right. looking for a new baseball movie, um, not super dramatic, not not me. It's not. It's like in between Major League and 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 uh, the Perfect Game one. Okay. The Costner one. Yeah. Love of the game. The gear with the Toro directed. Love of the game. Yes. 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 But that's what I got. Just those few movies. Okay. And, I, and I, I feel good about it. How about you? I I watched a couple movies. few things. Okay. Much like you in your baseball movie, uh, the NFL draft just took place. I was like, I want to watch a movie about the NFL draft. So I watched, I've seen it before, Draft Day. 
Kevin Costner's Draft Day. This is a bad movie. I'm gonna give it cash though, because rewatching this, I was like, this is stupid, but in kind of a fun way. Is I like it. I don't know. It's silly. I know you can name one other movie about the NFL Draft, but can you name two other movies about the NFL Draft? Oh no, I only have Draft Day. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I would consider it's not an NFL Draft movie per se, yeah. but I would say you could say Jerry Maguire in that situation. I guess I could watch. You know, uh, if I was like, oh, I kind of want to watch the agent aspect of it. Yeah. Like, this was specifically, I had a hanker, and I was like, ooh, the draft's going up. I want to watch a movie specifically about drafts. I want to see a movie about GMs making trades. What can I watch? I was like, oh, draft day. It's on HBO Max. I'm going to watch draft day while, while, I, while I work. And That's quite a Jonesing you had. It's. I saw a clip. Of draft, it was one of those like you know you're on YouTube and they just show you like a, like you know if you, I don't know if you go through like the the shorts or the reels on YouTube, but I do and they figure out my algorithm which is like just show me minute long movie clips of movies I've seen before. And there was a clip from Draft Day where Ke- Kevin Costner is the GM of the Cleveland Browns. He trades all his picks, but then he makes he wheels and deals and he pulls off the miraculous Draft Day to bring football back to Cleveland. And it was a clip where everybody's down him. And he gets his picks. And I'm like, okay, I kind of want to watch this movie. In it, because he calls he calls the GM of the Seattle Seahawks, you pancake-eating motherfucker. I was like, <laughs> hell yeah, I need context. And, um, spoiler, earlier in the movie, the GM of the Seahawks was eating pancakes. And uh, told Kevin Costner, such. Because he was like, I ain't got time for this. Me and my pancakes. <laughs> and then Kevin Costner, he wants his picks back. He calls him a pancake-eating motherfucker. And Seattle makes a dumb trade, but all the trades are really dumb. But pancake they have to dumb it down. For people who don't, you know, who aren't into the girlfriends. Yeah, for aren't in the NFL. So it's like, yeah. I was like, no one would ever make this trade, but we have to simplify it. So yes, we're all just trading first round picks and future first round picks. Because, yeah, we just need to simplify it. And it's incredibly stupid, but I like it. Um, is Will Levis this year's Bo Callahan? You gotta watch the movie to, to, to figure it out. <laughs> is that the one with uh, is Timberlake in that? No, that's trouble with the trouble curve. With the curve, which I've not seen that one. Uh, when it comes MLB draft time, I'm gonna be like, I need, I got a hankering for a movie about scouts. One who's more analytical based, one who's old school, needs to see the guy, and maybe I'll throw on Trouble with the Curve. I don't, th- I don't think it's as fun as Draft Day. I'm gonna go on the record now, even though I haven't seen Trouble with the Curve in like, I don't know, since it came out. It's got Clint, right? Clint, yeah. Directed, potentially. Uh, Clint Eastwood, star and direct. Justin Timberlake, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. They're, sc- they're scouting a hitter, but, spoiler, he's got trouble with the curve. Yeah. Can't hit the curve. Yeah. Uh, and that showed up on no one's scouting report. But Clint had to go there and see it with his own eyes. <laughs> uh, okay. 2023. I saw Cocaine Bear. Uh, I'm gonna give this. Uh, I'm gonna give this a, not a try. I'm gonna give it a pass. Not that I'm giving it a pass, but I'm gonna pass on it. It just. Uh, I did not enjoy it. I did not find it funny, and the, the, the bear didn't look great. Uh, yeah, bad CGI bear. I think I gave it a cash. You gave it a cash, but I don't think I'd ever watch it again. Yeah, and as a pa- and I wasn't in the theater like you were. I know you know where you are. I mean, I loved ambulance, but it was also I was in ambulance. In a movie theater with a big old thing of popcorn with sure. that sound hitting you. At home watching Cocaine Bear, I was like, I I don't like it. Uh, R.I.P. Ray Liotta though. Yeah. Last movie. Is that his final? Final movie for Ray wow. Liotta. Um, okay. Oh, okay. Also for 2023, Hulu original Boston Strangler, starring uh, Kieran Knightley. Oh, how's that? Okay, it is. I've seen the reviews. This is Zodiac Light. It is not this. It is not Zodiac. It kind of wants to be Zodiac, but it's not. I liked it though. It's it's under two hours. It's about the more. It's more about the newspaper investigation of it, and it's also I don't. I found I do nothing about Boston Strangler and the various theories. This after it's one of those movies you watch and you go, I'd like to do some reading on this, and then you do the reading, um, which is great. You know. These like movies based on actual events, like movies aren't uh, classes, <laughs> classrooms. Like if it's like, oh, it's a biopic, but it's historically inaccurate. It's like I don't care. It's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. So this is a movie, but it did the thing where it's like, well, now I'd like to go learn more about this, and uh, it definitely like picks a lane of like a 
a th- I don't know if there's like hot debates on the Boston Strangler, but this picks like a, a, a theory and goes down that path. Was it? Wasn't this um, an adaptation of a podcast? Oh, I don't know. I I think it might have been the sc- screen app adaptation, like inspired by a podcast. It makes sense because this definitely has an opinion about the Boston Strangler. Um, and it, I, I, found, I found it at the end. I was definitely more fascinated the more I read about it. But as far as the movie goes, I also like the movie. Um, cool. Yeah, so that's on Hulu. And, okay. Um, I saw two other movies. I watched 1957, uh, Akira Kurosawa's 1957, Throne of Blood. I, um, I, I mean, I've, I've seen, like, Seven Samurai in bits and pieces on her classic movie, and I've seen that, Bar- I've heard that Baronetti Lady songs about Akira Kurosawa, and that's all I knew. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick a director, and I'm going to watch a couple of his movies, and maybe that'll get me, you know, to not have the, um, you know, we're just constantly scrolling on Netflix, which I have. So I'm like, I'm just going to carry Kira's out. Let, let, let's watch a couple of films. Throne of Blood is dope. It's so good. I don't know. If, I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, takes place in like 1600 Japan. Um... It's just, it's a really cool story about a samurai taking the throne, but at what cost for him? And to go along my Akira Kurosawa double feature, an even doper movie, 1961's Yojimbo. I've, I've, heard, I've heard of that one. I haven't seen it yet. That one's great. No, it has. I, I, didn't, I had a friend who gave me the DVD and it's like, you have to watch this. Oh. I never did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, was, I was blown away by how much I enjoyed both movies. I was like, they're old, you know, they're, they're, they're in black and white. Some people have, they're, don't enjoy that. They're in Japanese. But, um, they're fantastic. And Yojimbo is great. It's silly. It's, it's, it's kind of silly. Like, there's some comedy in it. And, um, it's great. And then doing research on that. So, if you've seen Fistful of Dollars, that's like an American remake of right. Yojimbo. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And Magnificent Seven. It's Seven Samurai. Seven Samurai. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I was kind of... I, I went down this rabbit hole of, like, looking at Kira Kurosawa film. So, Throne of Blood is... Um, oh, shoot. It's not... It's Macbeth. So, it's Shakespeare. So, so he he was taking, like, Shakespeare, and he made a samurai film about it. And then... But then you read... And then... And then some director in the 70s takes his film and makes a western out of it. So it's kind of cool like when you see like the um, I don't know just people you know borrowing or in- inspirations from other you know so Yeah that's cool that is cool. Yeah you take a Macbeth film you make a samurai movie out of it and then someone, someone takes Yojimbo which is a samurai movie uh, and turns it into a, a western. Cowboy movie. Yeah, yeah a cowboy movie. So uh, thumbs up caches for Yojimbo and uh, Throne of Blood. And I'll probably watch more. I wanted to get one more in, but after those two, it was like, do I have three hours to commit? And um, I did not, sadly. You got, you got a lot of time. <sighs> yeah, coming, coming, coming up. <laughs> now I got to pick a new, I got to pick a new director though. So who who knows who knows what I'll have ne- next week, next episode. I don't know. Um, maybe with that kid from Jurassic Park. <laughs> Maybe he directed a second movie. Oh, I had a look. Yeah. Uh, we did get two other movies. Uh, speaking of black and white films, finishing out Murder Mystery Married People Month. We watched <laughs> the 1936 sequel to the 1934 crime mystery coma- comedy, The Thin Man. Uh, it's directed by W.S. Van Dyke. and stars William Powell, uh, Myrna Loy, Maureen O'Sullivan. Um, a husband and wife detective team takes on the search for a missing inventor and almost get killed for their efforts. The Thin Man, a laptop's every thrilling moment. Was this your first time seeing The Thin Man? It was. Uh, what'd you think? You had this on your to-watch list yeah. for a while. What did you think of finally getting to see The Thin Man? I had a great time watching it. I mean, the 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 chemistry between the two stars was unbelievable. Uh, and then... We need more movies with dog dog reaction shots. That's a lot of lot of a lot of great dog reaction yeah. shots. And you know what? Not a CGI in the entire. Thing. <laughs> that was those were legitimate dog reactions. 
Um, okay, you know, I just mentioned with uh, Throne of Blood and Yojimbo. It's made in 1934. It's black and white. You know, so we aren't going to like that. Um, no, I, I love this movie. This was so good. And after I watched this, I, I cannot wait to watch the second one. I can't wait to watch. We'll get into it. But there are five other of these that we haven't even touched on. And I was like, and these are based on a series of books? It was so, Same as you. The chemistry between our two leads... Is just great. I, I um, Nick and Nor Nick and Nora, Nick and Nora, yeah. Nick and Nora, like Nick, the way they go about solving crime. There's, it's just they have this like I don't, I can't. Talk, their banter, but the way he just approaches like death, like, like harmful situations, it just kind of has this like nonchalant, nonchalant. That's yeah, yeah. just nonchalant. I was like, yes, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It's an hour and a half. It's great. Um, it's very funny. Like, it is. Even for my, like, in 2023, I was like, this has great jokes. I was laughing a lot. Yeah. And it, and a lot of different kind of, like, kind of some slapsticky stuff, some situational comedy, yeah. physical comedy, and yeah. just, like, great banter. Yeah, uh, the, 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 come, the, the comebacks or, or the uh, the text jokes and things like that. Like, there's... It was very funny. Yeah. So much drinking. So much drinking. Oh. And there was this... You you sensed, and it was part of the, the actor's chemistry, you just sensed this mutual respect between the husband and wife. Yeah. Uh, that was just so strong. It was just like... It was really cool. They felt... Yeah. And mutual respect. They felt very equal. Yeah. Yeah. And and especially at that in that day and age when... It's you know it was like you think about like like your Mad Men, mm -hmm. just the chauvinistic yeah, and, and the movies of this era being chauvinistic and stuff. Um, just it was it was kind of a breath of fresh air in from from that era, I think. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm not as versed in it as you know. I mean, you have your your, your noir alley. You so I'm not as versed in old, but yeah, it just. It, it felt like you could take that. You won't talk about this when we do the scene, but like, man, this you could take this couple and put them right here in twenty twenty three, and yeah, just you you could take this exact movie and just make it. Yeah, um, and you don't have to change a lot. No, no. Yeah. Um, and the drink, the drinking, just the, the all their drinking they doing is great. And, uh, and I know, like, we're we are just this movie's like we are just coming out of prohibition mm -hmm. when this movie was made. Like, prohibition was like nineteen twenty to thirty three. Yeah. So 34? 30 so, yeah, 34. we were right out of... And, and it shows. They're like, partying, drink. I mean, the Roaring Twenties was about partying yeah. because it was prohibited, but now it's like everyone's out in the open doing it. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for the next time my wife asks me, is that my drink over there? Gosh, that was the best! And then I just down it and be like, what, what were you drinking? And then she tells me, I down it and go, yep, that was it. <laughs> that, was, that stuck with me, too, because... Uh, Jane got, she didn't watch it. She got home, and I was like, you would have loved this. And I just told her about that scene and, and how, yeah. yeah, that was that was awesome. Their little faces they make at each other. I was like, this, <laughs> this is a great, uh, you know, hey, on, on Instagram, you, you hashtag couples goal, Nick and Nora. That, yeah. That's hashtag couples goal. Yeah. Uh, it had a budget of $231,000, grossed $1.4 million at the box office, 98% on Rotten Tomato based on 45 reviews, critical consensus reads, featuring an involving mystery and sparkling repartee between William Powell and Myrna Loy, The Thin Man is an endlessly charming romp. Uh, it does get a sequel just two years later in 1936, uh, after The Thin Man, W.S. Van Dyke returns, along with uh, Powell and Loy, James Stewart and Eliza Landy join the cast. Nick and Nora Charles investigate when Nora's cousin reports her disreputable husband is missing and find themselves in a mystery involving the shady owners of a popular nightclub, a singer, and her dark brother, the cousin's forsaken true love, and Nora's bombastic and controlling aunt. After The Thin Man... Continuing the fun in their new hit. Um, so, after... So, okay. After watching the first one, did you think that one needed a sequel? I Were you looking forward to more 
after the Thin Man or Thin Man's? I, if I would have went in blind and had, you know, if I could take myself to 1934 and have just gone down to the to the the show and watched a Thin Man, yeah. I would have been totally. I would have been totally content. Yeah. Um, I don't know what. I don't. I don't think they did a lot of sequels in this era. Yeah, I mean, but, in, yeah. But I would have been. I would have been like, we're good. We don't need another one. But then 30, 1936 rolls around, and and you see the, you know, the 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 preview, you know, before you go and watch something mm-hmm. else, and I'd be like, oh yeah, I think I'd have been. Yeah, I'm cool. You know, for the time, you, you know, you're right. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how many sequels. Movies like this got, but I think what you did get a lot, and and Powell and, and Loy had this too, is that you get uh, actors and actresses pairing up a lot. Yes, that. So it would have been a thing where like I saw this movie, I was like, oh, I want to see another Powell and Loy movie, and yeah. then you find out, oh, they're playing the exact same characters. Um, and we'll get, or you know, just, we'll jump to the, the trivia of that. So this is uh, the second of six uh, Thin Man movies. But Powell and Loy have paired together in 14 films. So, you know, just kind of, you know, you find a, a pairing that works, and you just, oh, we're going to put them in this movie, we'll put them in this adventure, yeah. we'll put them in... Sign, they signed their studio contract. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, this had a bigger budget, two, $673 million, three, or sorry, $673,000, box office of $3.1 million. Hundred percent on Rotten Tomato, based on twenty-three reviews, no consensus. <laughs> Everyone liked it. We couldn't agree on couldn't why agree. we did. <laughs> um, what works for after the Thin Man? Uh, I mean, the, just the opening scene on the train. I was, I was in. I was. It, it's, it's Nick and Nora back to their, their drinking. Like, what are you? Are you packing? Yes, I'm putting away this liquor. That was so damn funny. I wish I was as cool as a 1930s detective to be able to say those things. Yeah. I, that, that's, I mean, my favorite part about both these movies, it's, it's, it's the chemistry, and it just continues, and it works throughout this entire... It's a, it's a longer runtime than 150 minutes, but they, I just love Nick and Nora together. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It, it, it starts... It's almost a real good continuation, just kind of now they're on a train back yeah. to California, or back to New York, I can't remember which way they're going, but it seems like it was like... They were going from New York to California. Yeah, so yeah. it seems like they were like just spinning spinning right out of that one, and in the next one, and I was like a good continuation yeah. of, in a sequel. Um, so that, that worked for me. Yeah. Uh, bigger role for, is it Astra? Asta? I think they were saying Asta. Asta the dog. Yeah, or Astor. Ast- Maybe it's Astor. Aster. I didn't write that. I, th- I, I believe in the... It was A-S-T-A. Yeah, that's what I Asta. thought. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure where that comes from. But, uh, bigger role for him. Uh, love the drama in it. Um, you know, the... I don't know, infidelity, I guess? It is, <laughs> you know, it is... It is... When you think... If you were to tell me, Mike, there's a movie... And then we have this little side scene. We have the side scene of a dog who uh-huh. finds out there's a hit. Uh, there's another dog getting with his dog wife, and there's this whole deal. I would have told you that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. Yes, I don't care to see that. It's like a Brady. It's like a Brady Bunch episode, or something. Right. right. A little yeah. But even it was absolutely stupid. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Yeah. His little go, they're coming home and him at the fence and just, I mean, what it's cute to see a bunch of little puppies. Yeah, and then yeah. That the other one comes out of the thing and just dog reactions, a lot of dog a lot reactions. Of reaction shot, yeah. Um, positive. I like the mysteries of both these movies. I think they're good murder mysteries. They're pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very it's that formula of like here is our cast of people. One of them is a murderer. One of them is not who they say they are. I love the ending and. This was one of my, as a theme, one of my disappointments of murder mysteries. Like, oh, you do that thing where you get everybody in the room and the detective breaks it down. Um, Nick, Charles, he's a pro. 
He's a pro, and it's just so like it's so well written and cool. Yes, that he gets everybody together, and then it's also like he doesn't know who the killer is. Right? Yeah, he's got everybody in the room together, but he'll figure it out. He's just listening. Yeah, you know, he's just li- listening, asks a few questions, mostly listening, and then he he, he gets the slip. Mm-hmm. Um, young James Stewart. Yes. Oh man, that guy's voice is. I didn't know if I'd recognize him. I was like, oh, I, I was you know writing down. I was like, oh, James Stewart's in this. Young James Stewart, and then you hear him talk, you're like, yeah, that's James that's Stewart. Him. Yeah. yeah. That's him. And I wonder, I didn't look, this one of his, must have one of his earlier pictures, I mean, it's, pre, it's pre-war, and I know he, he went to war, he went to World War II. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wonder, oh, on what, let's see, um, I mean, he's great in it, and it's not a huge part. No. Yeah, um. So, I mean, his first credit is 1934. Okay, so this is in the, right in there. Yeah, I mean, before, after the, the Thin Man, he has eight... I mean, gosh, you know you know how actors, studios were back in that day. So, I mean, he has yeah. uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven credits, movie credits, before, after the Thin Man, uh, in just two years. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, early, and then... I mean, what does his career stretch to? Right. Uh, did I even do that right? Oh, no. It, it reverted back to... Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, within the first two years of uh, his his acting career. Um, yeah. Um, all the supporting characters I really enjoy. I, everything about this, I, I just... I like this movie. It, it was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, I was a little... Because I had, I had heard that it was... A great sequel. Yeah. Like, I, when I when I first heard about Thin Man and I put it on my watch list and I just never got around to it, and then I heard there was a sequel that was equally great, and I'm like, that's impossible. Right. And then I was like, they did sequels in the 30s? Yeah. Apparently. And now there's, I mean, four other ones you can go watch. Um, did anything not work? Wait, what didn't work for after the Thin Man? Um, you know, even though I... Even though I do like everyone in a room, and mm-hmm. the way like we we complained about it with murder mystery, it's yeah. like eh, it's just the same. Yeah. But you're like we talked the positives, like how cool Nick is about it. Yeah. And, and it just seemed good. I still kind of wish they would have changed it a little bit. Uh-huh. Did something a little different there. Um, it, it yeah it, it's it's formulaic yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah it is very. It formulaic. does me wonder about the the father movies. It's like do they all end in the same kind of like. You know, clue. It's like, oh yeah, we'll get everybody in the room, and yeah. And there were there were other characters I I feel like were, I would like to have seen more of Crazy Ant. Uh huh. Like I, I feel like they write about the Crazy Ant in the synopsis, but she's not in the movie that much. No. Yeah. And, and, and I love a good crazy grumpy old ant. Yeah. Read that synopsis, like man, this is long, and they give out a lot of info. But yeah, it's. Uh, I like. I I enjoyed. You know, that kind of when they get to the nightclub and we're meeting all the different characters, I do feel like some of the the nightclub numbers. And I know this is like of the time, but I, for me, went on just a little too long, uh, just a little too much singing. I was like, yeah, or perform, you know, seeing performances of yeah the lounge acts. That's a like, real good point. You're right. Kind of the the is not necessary. Yeah, for this type of picture. I think, yeah, I think it was one. They go to like the dressing room. We meet like another character, or you know, they we see an interaction between two characters. Then we cut back, and then we have, we sit through another long number. Yeah. It, if we're naming negatives. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to find negatives for this movie. Yeah. Um. Gosh. I mean, I I wish when when Nick. And this is a negative, but maybe it's a positive <laughs> because it it did change the formula from uh, the original movie a little bit. Is when Nick goes on his when he's doing his solo investigation, his real investigation. Yeah. Where he's he's he didn't take the dog. Yeah. Because I love that when he's checking out the like the little workshop and the dog's like he's got the dog with him and they're like dodging the bad guy kind of. Yeah. I, I thought that was so great, and he didn't take him this time. Part of his nonchalant, I mean, it just makes the movies. But yeah, in the first one, where it's like, you know, he's going to go investigate. He's like, where are you going? Take the dog. You know, I, walk. I feel like someone says something. He has like a funny response. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Minor nitpick. 
I'd like to see Nora. I mean, I know she wants to appreciate her husband's work. She likes to see him in action. I want her to get a little bit involved in the... Get uh, hands dirty? Yeah. Let's, let's you know, it, it's supposed to be a husband and wife team. And, um, you know, I'd like to see a little more team. Yeah, it's kind of funny how they play that. Like, she, she mostly just kind of like eggs him on. Yes. Like, yeah, you need to investigate this. He's like, I'm retired. And, right. And, and, uh, and then when he does get egged into it, he, like, locks her in a closet or whatever. Right. And, and, which is really funny, but... It, you know, you see, you, you, after seeing these now, you see these tropes in modern mm-hmm. movies, and, and they, I mean, you see it in Murder Mystery. They definitely, like, a lot of these, this formula of the Murder Mystery stuff is taken from this kind of stuff, that this must have set the standard. And it's really strange. These movies are so good, no one's heard of them. Yeah, I was reading, you know, so The Thin Man is on, I mean, it's, it's one of those, like, on um, AF, you know, AFI's Top 100, mm-hmm. but I don't hear as much as, you know, I mean, you know, people go back to, like, Casablanca or, you know, Citizen Kane or, he's not, it's like, even some of the, you know, the Chaplin comedies that, that are on there, and it's like, I, I never hear about The Thin you know, maybe that's just, but... It seems that this is a blind spot on a movie that is critically so uh, acclaimed, but you don't hear people talking about The Thin Man. Yeah. Um, I was trying to look. Is um, I've heard. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you were talking about how like you see the like the the things that uh, the things in this movie in 1934 that now just become tropes. Like I don't know movies before this. Is this one of the movies, or is this the time period where, like, yeah, you get the detective gets everybody in the room to, like, you know, solve the who done it, and now we see it in twenty twenty three. It's like, ah, oh, such a trope, and it's like, does this kind of get credits for the? But I mean, it goes, but it does. They're go, in books, right? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. that's the thing. It goes to your Agatha Christie's and your Dashiell Hammett. Sure, you know your 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 real classic crime stuff. Yeah, that's what that's what they did. Um, oh, you know what? Okay, one thing I... I is it a nitpick? It, I don't know. But, um, you know, at the end, we find out, spoiler, Nora with child. And I have to go back. I was like, oh, one thing I love about this movie is how much drinking's going on. I was like, she drank throughout the whole thing? <laughs> what did she find out she's pregnant? Uh, oh, great ending, just too, of doing the booty and Nick is just... Um, William Powell... Great face actor. Yes. <laughs> like, his reactions. Like, he's just... He's... Uh, people, you can't see. I'm moving my hands here. He's, just, he's very cool the whole movie. Yeah, he's yeah. He's not up and down. You know, he's not asked to do, like, a lot of drama. You know, like... But he just has this cool, like, nonchalant character. And so he does so much in his face. Um, and that's just great. And him, him grabbing the... Oh, this looks like a little kid sock. Little sock. Yeah. <laughs> and, and her just... Uh, detective. <laughs> Um, okay, you've seen it, but would you like to see a sequel of After the Thin Man? I I want to see a sequel. Mm. I do. I I do. I I tell you how much I enjoy this movie. I went to go see if this was in like a box set somewhere, and it's not. Like, you get like a DVD box set, but um, but we haven't made it to like the Blu-ray box set of all six Thin Mans in, in a set. That is, it is a little surprising. Yeah. That we don't have, yeah, the the, the high-def restoration of... I mean, these movies are on film are already in high-definition, right. but, like, yeah, the, the restored, yeah, collector's yeah, criterion put, collection or Put whatever. all six of them in, in one case, but, yeah, it was just like, oh, you can get them on DVD. It's like, you haven't, you haven't moved this to Blu-ray yet? Yeah, no kidding. They're kind of, like, it seems like we've, we've stumbled upon a forgotten franchise. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, it goes right into the next question. So, yes, I, I do want to see more of these. We did These are rentals. Um, just $2.99 on Amazon. Yeah. <clears throat> but I tell you, I'm going to do that third one on. <clears throat> now, I be- mm-hmm. and now, I was kind of looking a little bit. The third one, this one is not based on a Dashiell Hammett. This one? Yeah, the okay. second one's not, but I believe the third one is. Okay. So I think the, the sequel, t- the, the uh, I believe there was not... Yeah, 
That's what I, I think he does not have anything to do with. I'm just sure characters. Got a, just, yeah, 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 characters yeah. based on the. If I if I recall okay. reading about it correctly, I may not be recalling correctly. But <laughs> what about so we talked about taking that first one and how you could just plop this right in twenty three? What about a true blue remake of the Thin Man? I I think. I think there's opportunity there. Yeah. It's chemistry. You've got to nail those two leads. Yes. Yeah. And and why I mean if you're if you're let's 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 go back to our our, our Sandler Aniston. Sure. If you're making a movie called Murder Mystery, mm-hmm. You're gonna do some due diligence. You're gonna look at past murder mystery movies and and do some homework. Yeah, I assume you'd think. Why wouldn't you just like assign assign viewing homework to your two stars? Uh, maybe they did and they just failed. That's what I say. I mean. And maybe they just can't pull it off because they're not as good. And you know, it, it's also it's it's that happy Madison production yeah, thing. That's we're a just good like, point. nah, man. We're just we wrote a movie. We're we, just, we we're, bought this script. We're gonna go we're on location. This. Yeah, yeah. We're not. You know, yeah. we're one taking it. You know, as you said, you they look like they filmed this in like two weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. They I was just looking. They're probably the production was in Paris for eight months, but yeah, Sandler and Aston were there like two and a half weeks. Yeah. Um, his name, Adam Sandler's name was Nick. Is that a, is that a, a nod oh, to the oh, Thin Man? Oh, uh, homage? I'll say that it's, it's, I mean, Murder Mystery, I, I, not as good as the Thin Man, but it's also, what makes this different, it's Aniston, and maybe that's what they were trying to go on, is like, that, them as a couple is not as likable, and I don't think they have as much chemistry as, uh, William Powell in, um, um, well, I'm gonna play out her name. Uh, Myrna, Myrna, Myrna Loy, yeah, or Joy, Loy, Loy, Myrna Loy. Like you, you gotta nail that chemistry. I don't know who who you cast in 2023, but um, that that's what you gotta. You just gotta have that fun. Like it, it, it's a com. Like you, you make it a comedy. You make it a. But you gotta like it. Also, has to have good mystery. Yeah, you know, I think it might be kind of the the. Uh, the what am I looking for? The industry now, like we like, you had these these power teams yeah. back in the day. You, this team, you had, you know, your your Bogart McCalls, yeah, you know that kind of thing, and they found them, they paired them, and they kept putting them in movies together. And, and maybe it's just the industry and, and contracts and stuff how they work. They just can't, they can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I so I actually thought about. It. I was like, okay, who are some pairings? If we remade this today, who are some pairings that I've just enjoyed, either on screen or like they they just seem like they have chemistry. The one I, I circled to is I was really trying to think of like the Nora characters. I think I think as important like as Nick is like he's the detective. I think what really makes this movie is the fact that you had a leading lady who was just like you know, like I said felt like his equal, mm-hmm. and I was like Emma Stone. Can, can we pair her with someone? Can, can we put her in like a a comedy mystery movie. I don't know what she's been doing lately, but she needs to be like just in a adult comedy murder mystery. She's got that uh, that that quippy. Yes, she has a charm of, and yeah. the, uh, a quick um, a little subtle sarcasm. Yeah, and then I was thinking, it was like when they've been in movies together. I was like, and I, I liked him and and uh, the nice guys, Gosling and Stone together again. He could just be the exact same detective he was in. Um, nice guys, but you know, drink a little more, a little happier, a little happier of a guy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, it it would be, I mean, this is, this is the movie I wish Murder Mystery was. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like two leads that I like hanging with for an hour and a half and we're going to solve a mystery, but we're having fun. Having a good time. I want to have some drinks. It's kind of like, you know, I don't know if they're great or not, but it's kind of like, I like those Kenneth Branagh, um. Hercule Perot movies is because I like a murder mystery and like they're fun. Yeah. You know, um, they're, yeah, they're a good, they're a good hang. 
What character from this franchise so far would you like to see a spinoff of? Um, I I really enjoyed it from um, another or after Thin Man. Uh-huh. I really liked the shyst, the shyster lawyer. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, was, there's a negative. I did not like the cop. I did not like Anders. In this one? In this one. Yeah. He was too in-your-face, just obnoxious dick. Yeah. I thought it was just overdone. And, and, and they were trying to offset, like, how cool Nick was. Right. But that was that was ridiculous. I got really annoyed. Yeah. But but I, I liked the shyster lawyer. He was such a, like, kind of a cheese dick. I'd like to see more of what his deal was. I want to go back to the first one. And so I guess it was going to be a prequel. Or no, it's a spinoff, so we don't even need Nick there. It's... His cop buddies from the New Year's party. <laughs> so I just want like a you know maybe a procedural show. Yeah. It's just, but it's it's those guys. It's Bosch, but those guys. <laughs> the guy crying, crying who wants to talk to talk his to mom. mom. <laughs> uh, yeah. So all the all the guys at the party who you know, were just set, sending Nick off because he's retired. Um, nor so she's a. She she's she's just like a like a rich heiress, right? Yeah, I think yeah, I think she's yeah. just like heir to some fortune. It just works so good. Like, yeah, she, like you could make this movie a rich heiress and her detective husband who's retiring because he's married. You know, he's settling down. Don't work anymore. But she just wants to see a solve. <laughs> like she just she has a knack for murder mystery and or for solving crime, and she just wants to see it in, in place. Like, yeah. In in we need more just detective. Shows that are kind of that they're light, but not like Will Ferrell light. Sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Grave the title. How how do you feel about after the Thin Man? I think it's a bummer of a title. They really lock themselves in. I don't know how the books are, but they really lock themselves in, into this Thin Man thing, which is like, well, he only was in the first one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I thought it was kind of a bummer. Yeah. To be honest. So I mean. And that's going to carry on through the whole series. We got After the Thin Man. We got What, what Comes Next After Thin Man. We got Thin Man <laughs> back at you. Um, oh, yeah. The Thin Man, another Thin Man. Shadow of the Thin Man. Thin Man Goes Home. And Song of the Thin Man. I'm, I'm led to believe that maybe um, we somehow tie back into the original murder. Yeah. Now, the, the, all the Thin Man... If I remember correctly, the Thin Man died. He, yeah, he, the, yeah. The Thin Man's dead. But maybe there's more to it. They put him in big man clothes. If, if I am right, and and after Thin Man was not written by Dashiell Hammett, mm-hmm. maybe those others are a continuation of the original oh. story. So, yeah. And and we do actually loop back to the Thin Man. Okay. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, they really locked them. Although I do like just that we have this couple. They just go on adventures. Yeah. Solving different crimes. But yeah, they really locked themselves into the Thin Man. Um, and it, you know, I don't know how many sequels there are, but it is funny that, yeah, it's um, the Thin Man. And then it's like, well, we're doing a sequel after the Thin Man. After. <laughs> you know, did it exist where you could just go, um, you know, nightclub murder? A Thin Man story. That didn't exist in 1936. That's true. Yeah. Thin Man Chapter 2. Parabellum. <laughs> <laughs> Great title. Yeah. Um, do you need to see the first to enjoy the second? I I don't think you actually do. These seem very... I mean, they're an hour and a half. This one's an hour 50. But they're very... They feel episodic. Like, yeah. You could, I think you can jump in. It's not like we get a ton of backstory. I mean, he's a former detective. She's an heiress to some sort of fortune. They go on. They solve mis- murder together. Maybe, I guess, later. I don't know if their one plays. Is she pregnant? Is she with child? Or does she have child? Maybe you need that. But as far as one to two, you don't really. No, I mean, they, they do. You didn't even know why they're on that train. And both are just pretty much subtle. Like, they pretty much subtly that throughout, you know, t- you know dialogue and stuff just like let you know that he yeah. used to be a cop he yep. retired and she has money and they're just and they like to drink and they love the sauce love the... I hope each one ends with them on a train yeah does that make you want to travel the United States in a sleeper car I've always wanted to do a train trip yeah and then I look at like they're ridiculously expensive 
Oh, I can only imagine. That's yeah. a, it's cheaper to fly. Yeah. It like doesn't make sense. That's the way to go. It's, guys got to drive you all the way across country. Uh, on the tracks, do most of the driving. I, I Yeah. What are you going to do? Hit fast, slow? See it unstoppable, man. There's more to it. <laughs> there's turns. There's there's like track switches and all kinds of stuff you got to do. Both track, yeah, track switches. It's crazy. Uh, okay, you seen them both. Which would you watch first? Um, for the scene we talked about with did I leave my drink over there? Specifically, I would watch the first one again right now. But thinking about all the drinking in the second one. Are you going to wear this dress? No, you can pack that. Okay. He wraps the, the shaker in the dress. Man. Yeah, I'd watch the first one again. I think I think is Man. what I would do. So this is, I mean, I'm mean, on a Rotten Tomato scale. This is a higher rated, the second one. Which I am surprised by that. I mean, I thought it was an equal movie, but just, yes. you f- I feel like the people knowing it's a sequel, automatic, like a critic knowing it's a sequel, automatically deduct a point. Do they have that in 1934, though? No, no. no we were honest back then. Yeah, <laughs> an honest reviewer. <laughs> I think I like the first one a bit more. I, I will. I will probably throughout the next year or two. I will probably see all six of these. I do feel like this will be a series that you could just grab anyone and you can throw them on and you'll have a good time. As far as just comparing the two, I think I like the first one a little bit more. I like the mystery of the Thin Man. It's fun. He's an inventor. Uh, I love that. I love the entire New Year's Eve party of just the people coming in to tell him who to suspect. Like I love that. Uh, one's an ex-lover, right? Of his. Yeah. That's. I mean, I, I can't. Remember. It's been. It's been like a week since I've seen this movie, but like him hugging her, and the door walks in. He, he says something funny. She just makes a face at him. It's, it's great. Like. Um, that seems like a relationship they have trust. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly, yeah. Um, I think I go first one. I mean, this, the party in the second one was funny, too, because everyone there didn't know them. Right. So. Oh, yeah, was, when they come in. That yes. was equally funny. Yes. Uh, uh, oh, man. The guy who's not invited, he's like, yeah, you can just show up. <laughs> yeah. Clean, uh, yeah, you, make sure you clean out his scotch or you, you know, try some of this before it's all gone. And they just play it so cool. Yeah. They just, like, yeah, play... Ah, man, you got to respect that. Mm-hmm. That is just, like, awesome. Uh, finally, after the Thin Man, did we need it? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it's funny how you, we, we say they don't do a lot of sequels back then, but they would do these pairings, and it's like, why not just make it easy on yourself? Right. You yeah. like this pairing? Part two. Yep. <laughs> Here we go. It's the exact same characters, just in a different situation. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I, I I want to see the whole franchise. Uh, it's great. It was real. It was real good. And, and after the after the murder murder mystery fiasco, I, I was I was hoping I didn't set you up to be offended. Yeah. Well, you know, he's offended. You were very I, offended I, by I saw, murder mystery too. Yeah. And murder mystery one. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. You, I was hoping you wouldn't be offended. You know. You know what I appreciate it about this. It tried. It gave effort. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, was it the same director? Did you see? Uh, w S. Uh, what's his last name? Because he Van has Dyke. a Van Dyke. Yes, W S. Van Dyke. I could not find if he's related at all to the to the great Van Dyke uh, Dick family. Van Dyke. Yeah, but yes, uh, same director. W S. Van Dyke. That's cool. Uh, same writers all all return as well. DeShiel Hammett, Francis Goodrich, Albert Hackett. Give some credit to those guys. Man, they're good. Yeah. Yeah, after The Thin Man, check it out. It is a rental, but we need it. And you know what? We need movies that are in black and white sometimes. Yeah, we do. Movies have been around for a long time. I'm sorry it's not an Avenger. I mean, 1934, this movie's 89 years old. That's wild, yeah. Think about that. The history of movies and how far back we go. Yeah. Wow. And it's so swell, you know, so these these movies here, I watch those Akira Kurosawa films. Seeing things that are 89 years old, I'm like, not only, like, stuff that just still plays today. To, you know, I can't say all, but like me. Like, jokes that still land. Action that's still exciting. Like, yeah, yeah movies, are, movies are great. They are. Yeah. 
Good movies are great. Good movies are great. Yeah. Okay movies are okay. Bad movies are bad. Yeah. Bad bad movies are offensive. <laughs> okay movies are okay. Good movies are great. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at. I wasn't offended by Cocaine Bear. I was like, yeah, I might try it. This didn't work. I was offended by Murder Mystery. <laughs> uh, I will say this about Cocaine Bear. Yeah. And, and I did, even though I, I enjoyed it, and I think it was the environment and just the mood I was sure. in. I did feel that it carried on far too long. It, I, 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 that was one I felt the runtime. Yeah, there was just like more and then more and then more. And I'm like, I'm going to cut some of that. That's what one, I, I didn't want to, that's why I, I, I didn't say trash. Because I was like, I don't, like, I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not offended by this movie. I was just like, it's, I'm going to pass on this because I don't think it's great. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think there's, there's, there's stuff to like about it. Yeah. But just, you know, not enough of it. Oh, I didn't even have this on my diary, but I was just thinking about bad movies are uh, offensive. Not offended by this movie, but bad. Uh, I this was a D, a DNF did not finish. Oh, uh, Hulu original Quasi by the Broken Lizard guys. You started it. Started it. it it's bad. Oh man, I was... that was twenty minutes. And I was like, nope. Uh, I don't have commercial free Hulu, so they put like three ad breaks. I made it through the ad breaks of Boston Strangler. Did not make it through the first ad break of Quasi. That says a lot. Yeah, that says a lot. I, I was, I was like, I think I need to check that out, but I, uh, I I'm not now. I'm yeah, not, you save, you saved me, twenty minutes or whatever you put into it. Yeah, I just, it was missing um, jokes for a comedy. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, and, you know, I, I like the Broken Lizard guys. Like, I like even like Club Dread. Like, I don't know, like if it's greatly reviewed, but I was like, I dig it. I think they have funny jokes. I think they have. Cool concepts of like, but this one just did not work for me. <laughs> the, at least the first twenty minutes. I don't know. Maybe, maybe maybe one day I'll go back and have it on in the background or something. But sure. uh, yeah, it was it was a DNF. That's good to know. Yeah, it's good to know. Uh, all right, what are we doing next? All right, so this one and and I was thinking about this after our last show. I asked you, have you seen the Ninja Turtles? trailer the yes. new one and you kind of are like yeah but you know they're doing the child actor thing you know I feel like child actors yes oh man child actors so the theme the is child actor <laughs> the theme is child actor okay and we our first our first uh, movie of child actor we are going to review Enola Holmes 2 okay Enola Holmes 2 so I can pick any movie with a child in it um I would I it is a it is a wide open theme, yeah. but I would say that they need to be a prominent role. Okay, that's what my goal would a, be. A leading child actor. Yeah, that would be my goal. Okay, and, and I think you can find plenty of sequels and uh, and oh, there's so much child actor. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, Anola Holmes. That is a Netflix movie. Yep. They have offended me in the past, so we'll see. But. I think I almost picked this for Sidekick Month. I have, so I'm intrigued by this one because I have not seen the, uh, the first, no. and but I, I have heard mostly positive things about these. Yeah. Henry Cavill in it? He might be. I think he is. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, the girl from Stranger Things. Yep. Yeah, or child me. actress. Yeah. You know, Billy Bobby Brown. You could probably knock out this theme. Uh, a couple times over just by doing child actors from Stranger Things. I feel like Finn Wolfhard gives you a couple oh, you got sequels the, and the remakes. It movies. Yeah, you got the It guys. I know he was in the Ghostbusters Afterlife. I forgot about um, that one. I mean, gosh, she was in Godzilla vs. Kong. Did we do that for the show? I we think. did. We did. Um, okay, we did do Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah, or we did the... I think so. I think we talked about podcasters. Yeah, we did do. You're right. We did do the Godzilla. Yeah. She's been a few. I mean, she, yeah, she's she's got she's got credits. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Child Actors Month. Parentheses in a prominent role. Yeah. Uh, it's a little. I I know the theme's a bit wide open. No. But let's go for it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm gonna find a movie starring Julia Childs. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. just. <laughs> uh, yeah. My remake, Julie and Julia. I think there there must be like something along the lines of like a Brat Pack movie or a Court Feldman or you know there's a lot out there I'm sure. Oh, it's 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 wide open. I'm 
I'm excited for it because I feel like we can do some good genre. You know, sometimes we pick a theme and it kind of locks us into a genre. So yeah. it's like, oh, we're doing two movies of the same genre. And so we we watch four movies of the same genre. It's like, yeah, something like this, we can uh, really branch out. Yeah. I'll probably do another uh, Eng England old-timey detective kid actor, though. Um, That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> see if I can find another Sherlock Holmes uh, related movie starring uh, young people. Uh, all right. You could uh, catch that on Netflix, so no rentals this month or week, but until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel and Remix. Watch The Thin Man. Just do it. Well, you see, it's New Year's Eve, Aunt Catherine. The old battle axe. Shut up. Excuse me, Aunt Catherine. I was talking to the dog.